Yo, what's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Anime the Misfits Nerd Talk Edition. In today's episode, I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about Metroid Dread. Um, and I guess the Nintendo new Nintendo news that we got as far as the online, I'd like to talk about that as well. But starting <laughs> with uh, Metroid Dread, I'm actually playing it right now as we speak while I paused it to do this podcast. And I was like, oh, I should do a podcast episode about this. Just to kind of give my thoughts on it and whatnot. And I think the game is amazing. I would give it a 9 out of 10. I'm just going to say that right now. Only thing preventable prevent me from giving the game a 10 out of 10 is that it's just not long enough. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Ugh, I wish... Like, 2D platformers typically aren't that long. Well, I know this is a Metroidvania. It's not like I'm just a platformer. But they're usually not super long to begin with. Um, You know, I don't think there are any Mario 2D games or whatever. Anything like that. They're like 40 hours long. But, yeah, that's the only thing for me. I wish the game was longer, man. It's just so fun. It makes you just want to play it for like, I don't know, 20, 30 hours. Which you will get that time out of it you know with a replay um because i think it took me it took me 15 hours to be the first time and that's with me actually purposely trying to draw it out a bit by finding some things towards the end of the game i wasn't necessarily trying to 100 100 complete it i just wanted to <laughs> get as much as i possibly could so i made sure that none of the rooms were like less than 80 percent done i think two other areas i got like 100 percent done um there probably will be some minor spoilers in here uh, or actually maybe some big spoilers I don't know the game's been out for like over a week so it is what it is uh, <laughs> so that's just spoiler warning um, since I haven't said anything too crazy yet but I just love this game so much it starts off great the cutscene how it takes you through the Metroid history really quickly um, I, I'd have, before this game I've only ever played Super Metroid I did watch um, James, you know, friend of the podcast, play Fusion because Nintendo would not refuse to give us Fusion on Switch. So the only way I could have played it would be through, yeah, through an emulator, or if I got um, bought it on Wii U or 3DS, which I don't really play my 3DS anymore. And sadly, I don't have a Wii U anymore, um, so I couldn't do that. So I just watched him play it just to kind of see what the story was about. None of the stories in any of these games are too crazy, so I don't know exactly exactly what I was expecting, but I don't know. I guess I just wanted to see a little something, but uh, yeah, so I thought, I've, I've personally only played Super Metroid, though. Um, so this is my second Metroid game, and it's just, it's just so good, it's so good. I love the, um, the art style, uh some parts of it are a bit fuzzy during um cutscenes and stuff because i guess it's only at like maybe 1080p or something like that i'm not sure and i have a 4k tv so it's a little fuzzy um, i wish it was a little bit sharper with the cutscenes but no i guess they did what they had to do maybe sometime in the future you know, way in the future years in the future they will have a port of this game on the next system in like 4k or something and i don't know maybe the cutscenes will be a little bit sharper but I do like the way the game looks. Um, sometimes I sit back and look at the backgrounds and I'm just like in awe, like wow, it looks so cool. Sometimes I do wish the game was more like um, 
other end as far as like that um, third point perspective. I think I think it's third point perspective, first person, third person. I think pretty sure it's third person perspective of seeing yourself run around the world. Because there's this one area towards the end of the game. I can't remember the names of the different sections off the top of my head. Because um, on this playthrough I'm, I'm playing right now. So far I've only opened up uh, Dairon, Arteria, and Cataris. Um, so I don't have the other... I think there are like three more areas. Um, four more areas. Because there's that small section um, with the X-Parasites. Uh, and then there's the other, the other two. Two of them are like really big sections, and the last one is when you are on your way to the ship um, to try to escape. Uh, let's see. I think all the weapons and stuff in here are cool. I was really hoping that we would get some new stuff that I've never seen before. I've never played the Prime games, so I'm not sure what are in those. As far as my knowledge from playing Super Metroid and seeing Fusion, um, there are some things in here that I at least haven't seen. Like the one beam that like um, kind of explodes on the walls, so you can hit things. It can affect things that are on the other side of walls, and little enemies that like to hide in the grounds and stuff like that. Um, let's see what else was in the back. Uh, oh, there's like a cross bomb thing. If you have morph ball, uh, you know you have the morph ball bombs. Um, there's like a cross bomb, so it like goes in a uh, kind of shape like a cross. Uh, so it'll be horizontally and uh, vertically wherever you uh, from your center area. So I thought that was cool. Uh, and a lot of them are just returning things like the um, you know screw attack and stuff like that, the wave beam, the plasma beam. Um, the different suits, various suit, gravity suit, all that's there. There is this one jump thing that I thought was kind of pointless, just because I'm like, but wait, when I get the space jump, because um, it's basically just like a double jump, but then eventually you get the space jump, and I'm just like, well, can they have just gave me the space jump instead? So some of this, that was one of the upgrades that I thought was kind of silly. I also feel like the cross bomb thing was kind of unnecessary. I feel like maybe they should just tie that in with the normal um, bomb, but whatever, that's just me. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see what else, what else, what else. Uh, going back to the areas, I think I said, oh yeah, maybe one I wish Cup was kind of like a more 3D game, because there are some areas I wish I could just walk back into the background, like the area towards the end. It's just so beautiful, and I'm like, man, I wish I could go back there and see what's going on. And then there's another area where you're in kind of like a palace type place. Um, and I think that area is really beautiful too. And there's like a, at one part, there's like a staircase behind you. And I'm like, man, I wish I could go back there and just see what's going on. You know, if it was only if it was something like uh, akin to if any of you ever played Super Paper Mario, or like you're 2D in the game, but then there's like a parts where you could. Um, turn the perspective of the camera uh, and it changes um, I don't think it's necessarily 3D like you know a 3D Mario game but you know you're in more of like a 3D space you can see things from a different perspective you know that would have been awesome to see something like that uh, cause yeah the, I don't know the background just gave me so hype 
Um, so hopefully Nintendo will drop the Prime games sometime so I can explore in 3D in a Metroid game. That would be cool. Um, the bosses. Oh my gosh, the bosses. <laughs> I got a little arrogant at first, not gonna lie. Um, I remember seeing some stuff about the bosses and they're like, oh yeah, the bosses in here are kind of tough. Now people were just saying this, game, this was a tough game in general. I was like, Ugh, whatever, I'm pretty sure these bosses are going to be like pushovers, kind of like how they were in Super Metroid. Not to say they were super duper easy in Super Metroid, but I, I have never died this many times in the game, period. And I damn sure didn't die this many times in Super Metroid. Um, but um, Kraid is the first big boss. And yeah, I died within like seconds. And I was like, what the hell? Just, what? So... The bosses aren't necessarily super hard. It's more so you needing to remember the sequences um, that they go in. Like every boss will have different um, phases, I guess is a better word. And there's the first phase of a boss, which is the relatively easier one. And then they'll go into like a second and possibly third phase. For me, the third boss was the toughest one. Like, I died so many times on that boss. Um, it was ridiculous. I was so happy when I finally beat him, and I think I beat him with like 9% health. It was crazy. I was like, man. Um, and I did see that there is a way, another way that you can beat the boss, which I didn't even think about, which I feel like I should have. <laughs> I saw somebody do it on, on Twitter. I've actually been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter as far as like sequence breaking and different ways to beat bosses and do these different things and it's just awesome and it really just to show it really just goes to show like how some gamers are just we're not all creative equal. Some gamers are just really amazing. They have perfect timing, they can do these crazy things. Even their first time playing the game. Uh, or maybe guess they may be used to some of these things because you know there are a lot of the same um upgrades in the game and like if you know how to wall jump in a metroid game you know i guess it wouldn't be too hard to wall jump to sequence break and do certain things in here and bomb jumping is back if you're good at that that's never been my favorite thing to do um so I'll leave that to the pros. If you want to sit down and try to bomb jump up a wall for 30 minutes, that's on you. I just don't have time. Um, for me, honestly, the hardest thing <laughs> to do as far as getting like upgrades, like energy tanks and missiles and stuff, was the um, speed booster segments. That was crazy. I actually had to look up a lot of those online because... I would see these areas and I'm like, how the hell am I even supposed to get that? And I would look online and I'm like, how did y'all even think about doing that? I didn't even think about it. So I had to look up a lot of those, but most of the other upgrades or, or the other missiles and things are pretty easy to figure out how to get. Uh, it's just that one was a little tougher for me personally. Um, let's see. Yeah, as far as the length of the game, again, um, like I said, that's probably my only gripe. Because even if you try to prolong the game, 
it just doesn't work out unless you're really trashed you're just not a very big gamer person in general you know maybe it'll take longer uh the emmy rooms let me get on the emmy because they're a big part of the game um when i first played the game i'm not gonna lie i was horrified even with the very very first emmy um that's like all broken that you guys may have seen in um the nintendo treehouse videos and stuff like that that one is, is very easy to get by it if you know how to wall jump it makes it even easier um you know it's really just a tutorial emmy is you just go against to learn that you can actually destroy them um but yeah <laughs> they were not as frightening after after a while i think the the after the little broken one the white one you was scaring the hell out of me like i hated the sound of it i hated going in emmy rooms i would just get so paranoid now on my second playthrough i'm just like just going through them like this like it's nothing uh and eventually even on my first playthrough it's easier to get by them once you have like especially like the screw attack and stuff like that because you can just like float around the room before you get that though it is a lot tougher i think there was this purple one that was just so sensitive to sound and he just kept finding me i died in that room so many times because i'm like bruh oh my gosh i don't know how to get around you in this one segment so that was annoying. Um, let's see. I do feel like there could have been more bosses. Just because there's like... Let me say it. One, two, three. I'm looking at my screen right now. Like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, like, seven areas in the game. Um, and yeah, I feel like there could have been more bosses. Maybe. I think there's only like four big bosses. Let's see, there's Kraid. There's the water dude, the third boss. And then, yeah. I think after that, yeah, it's just the final boss. So I do wish that there had been more bosses, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the bosses were stressful for me anyway, so maybe I shouldn't hope for that. <laughs> like, when I got to the third boss, I was just, like, scared. Like, oh my gosh, I just walked into a fucking boss. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? <laughs> Cause it's just so stressful knowing that you have to learn them and you're gonna die so many times it's not like bosses in zelda games where you know it's much easier to beat them the first time around they're still fun you know that does not take away from bosses in zelda games at all just because they're not you know super annoyingly tough um you know there's enjoyment in different types of difficulty, difficulty levels um items briefly talk about the bosses the areas maybe I was gonna say maybe they could have done more with areas but I don't think it's necessarily done more it's just I feel like if this game was on a future console like the switch 2 or whatever and it was a more beefy maybe they could have did more to make the areas stand out even more just with more graphical fidelity and things like that that just could have been cool. I'm imagining stuff in my head. Obviously, y'all can't see this in my head, but it's <laughs> just the little things that they could have added um, to give even more variation would have been awesome. So, yep, I think that is cool. The final boss, 
Honestly, the third boss for me really was the hardest one. Even the final boss wasn't as hard as the third boss for me. Um, but he's really cool. The very end of the game, um, if you, I feel like even if you haven't played, well, no, I guess if, if you at least know the Metroid history, of, like the story of the games, and maybe if you play at least one or two of them, like you'll probably be kind of like shocked at the end of the game. Um, for what happens, I won't spoil that part, but it's just like, whoa, what's this happened? <laughs> and it really, like, you can kind of see where it could lead into the future of Metroid games, and which is the best thing, because um, the director, I can't think of his name right now, but he already stated long ago that there are going to be future 2D Metroid games, and I think they're already, like, working on the next one. So... I can already see where like the story can go so that is just really exciting and yeah i hope you guys give the game a chance give it a try play it a little bit i really hope that this game sells way more than any metro game prior so that nintendo won't you know maybe take too long to make metro games um i say that now and it's not like we got we got samus returns in 20 like 2017 i think and now we have this game Prime is already in the works. So, but still, more Metro games. <laughs> Especially uh, 2D ones. Because I understand 3D ones taking a lot longer to make. Because um, those games should be longer in length. I've never played one, like I said, so I'm not sure how many hours you get out of those games. And I'm pretty sure it's more than like 12, which is about the average in this game, about 10 or 12 hours. That's what I've seen a lot of people do online. Some people even be getting eight hours. Now I feel like it's, like I said, it's shorter if you're not even really trying to collect all the collectibles at all. If you're just getting through the game, you know, it'll be a lot shorter. Uh, I hope they give DLC, just because I really want to play this game some more with like new content. So maybe they'll give us these DLC in the future, or maybe it's just done and we'll just have to wait for Metroid 6, you know, whichever is fine with me. So yeah, I guess I'll end with uh, in the Metroid on that because I do want to touch on this um, on the uh, Nintendo online pricing thing. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm a bit disappointed. You know, right now we only pay twenty dollars online for um, the Nintendo online service. It's cool, you know, it's, it's much cheaper than I guess what everybody else pays with Sony and Xbox, but eh, I still wish that we got, I still wish it was, didn't hit the price and have to go up as much, because um, James actually reminded me that even with what we have now, there are still a lot of problems that they haven't really done anything about, like there's still no voice chat you still have to use the phone or you know have a discord group or you know call your friend or whatever however you decide to do it but you still cannot do it natively on the switch even though the switch you know you can't actually plug up headphones to it and now it does have bluetooth as well so that's just really silly and even if not that they don't even have messaging and i feel like messaging is the easiest thing that you can give but if you get a friend's request there's really nothing you can do with that except for look at what other people are playing um and it's just pointless because you can message people on the wii i used to have a little a long distance friend on wii um i used to message back and forth every now and then 
And that was years ago. And yeah, you know, we, you, there was a lot more ways that we could communicate. You could message people on there. And there was the, um, the Miiverse. So I'm just confused as to why Nintendo took away the communication. Um, the community itself with their console. I think that was really dumb. I hate that so much. I wish I could, you know, tease one of my friends if they're playing a the game and be like, oh my gosh, I see you playing that game again. Or something. You know, anything. Just be able to message them or, you know, invite people into my games or one thing I think would be really cool would be streaming. Sometimes some of my friends are playing the game and you know I'm kinda bored. I'm like, eh, I'm, or I'm drawing or something and I'm like, eh, I wish I could watch something while I draw or whatever. And it would be cool if they're like, oh, I'm playing Splatoon or whatever on my Switch. I'm going to be streaming it if you want to watch me play. And then, boom, I can watch them play it. Basically, what we get with the um, uh, um, the NES and the, and the Super NES. Uh, I don't know if you can spectate people if they're playing just a single-player game in that game. But I do know you can at least, you know, open up a space for people to come, come in and join. Um, you both can play together. Yeah, I really hope that they add that in sometime in the future. But so it's just these little things that we don't we don't have. We don't even have themes. We mostly only have like black and white, which is whack. The 3DS had themes, so why don't we have themes yet? This is just it's just silly. It's just the smallest things that we don't have. I don't even think there's Netflix on there, and everything has Netflix. <laughs> you get Netflix on almost anything, so it's just and it's only an app. It's not like they have to develop it i'm pretty sure netflix would do that and put it on there i mean we have hulu now so that's one thing but hulu be kind of janky sometimes so it's like yeah we already don't have that much but you know we kind of give it a pass because it's 20 bucks and now it's like you're saying it's going from 20 and you're more than doubling it to 50 and that's a lot <laughs> that's you're asking for a lot there most people expect it maybe we'll go up 10 bucks maybe 15 you know, okay, 20 bucks, now we gotta pay 30, 30, $35. Do I wanna pay that? I prefer 30, but you know, it's fine, it's cool, whatever. But 50, and you know, I don't wanna sound too extra like some people. I'm like, oh, I can just emulate these N64 games. Cause yeah, you can emulate the game, but what if you wanna play on, what if you wanna play with people? That's one thing that they do have on there. I don't play Mario Kart Online, the, you know, Mario Kart 64, I can do that, or any other online game that they have, um, I can play with people online, so they have went above and beyond as far as just throwing emulations on there, because now that would have definitely made it not worth 50 bucks, that would, that would be just <laughs> complete disrespect, so they at least have that, that's the one thing that actually wanted me to get the online in general, outside of playing Smash with my friend was to be able to, um, uh, <laughs> my brain just completely disappeared, uh, to be able to play those old games that are iconic to my childhood with my friends, like Super Mario 3, Donkey Kong Country and stuff. So it's cool that they have that, and same thing it'll be with, um, Sega Genesis that they have on there. But 50 bucks is a lot. <laughs> It's not like we're getting the entire library of N64. Um, it's just silly. And it's that much. And I know they're throwing the Animal Crossing thing on there. 
and I'll let Animal Crossing fans talk about that because I just don't really care. Um, but I guess in short, they're just kind of wondering what would happen if you, you know, uh, stop paying for the um, extra service. What would happen to your save or your file or whatever? Because this is my first. This, to my knowledge, this is my first time knowing of online a DLC that you have to pay for that you would have to pay for with a monthly subscription. You can get the DLC. You can outright buy the DLC, which you get it for quote unquote free with the um, expansion pack. Uh, so they're like, oh, well, what will happen if I decide I don't want the expansion pack anymore? What happens to my all my things? And, you know, there's a, a good question. Um, yeah, for me, it's just, it's just, I just wish it wasn't so much. Even if it was 40 bucks, um, that, I feel like that would be more understandable than 50. Because you're giving, yeah, you're giving us more games, and that's cool. But it's not like, um, to my understanding, of like Xbox Game Pass and things like that. They allow you to play certain games brand new. Um, you know, new games, not games that are like 20 years old or whatever, over 20 years old. And you know, they have all these different perks. Um, and we will be getting these games, but we're still not getting online voice chat. So I still wouldn't be able to play Mario Kart 64 and talk trash with my friends um, directly through the console. There still wouldn't be a messaging system for me to message my friends through the console. I still have to send them out a text or something. But if they're playing a game, they might not be looking at their phone. A lot of my friends have their phones on vibrate. But if I see them online playing their Switch, I'm like, okay, let me send them a message. I know that they will see the message in the game while they're playing. And they can say, okay, you know, Montez just send me a message. As opposed to me texting them and their phone is like in their kitchen counter because they're so absorbed with playing Smash that they, they don't even hear their phone or whatever. So at least they'll be able to see it on screen. Uh, so little things like that, or even if the message doesn't just you know pop up on screen with text out of nowhere, that can mess up your stuff. But you know it's maybe some icon or something. I'm not sure how to do it on other consoles. Maybe some icon somewhere. I was like, oh, such and such just sent you a message. That would be cool. And things, you know, there are lots of other things I can't even think of right now that would be really cool on there. Things that they took away from that were on the Wii U, like the Wii U may not have been the best-selling console, but it definitely had a lot of cool things on it, and they just decided to take all that away, and just be like, well, y'all didn't want the console, so I guess you didn't like these services, and it's like, no, we liked those services, it's just the console concept is what got people from buying it, and maybe the market, don't blame it on us, <laughs> we liked a lot of things about the Wii U personally. So... Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed because I was really excited to get it. And if you if you get the family membership, it's like 80 bucks, so you can divide that with people. And I was like, okay, do I have enough people to divide that with to make it make sense? And I still don't. <laughs> I still don't really know enough people like that that I know for a fact would would agree and be like, okay, we can all split it. So yeah, that wouldn't work either. But I did hear that there is this thing online. Ah, I forgot what it's called. But essentially, you can go into these um, websites and you can join people's memberships. Um, and 
just have to think they have some type of thingy where I guess you all put your money in and it goes to the family plan thing. So if you don't want to pay 50 bucks on your own, you can possibly join one of those and get like a bigger, much bigger discount. So you can give that a try. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, guys. Uh, I was really ha- I'm, you know, I'm still happy because we got Dread. But that kind of just was like, ugh. Yeah, make me so happy. You take two steps forward, and then you just backflip off of a mountain with that one. And it's just like, come on now. Maybe they'll listen to the backlash. Maybe they won't. Honestly, backlash doesn't really mean crap to companies. You have to prove things with your wallet. So if a lot of people don't upgrade, then they'll probably do something. Um, but if it doesn't matter, a lot of people complain on Twitter or whatever. If that's only like the two percent, and then the other ninety-eight percent upgrade is up, they'll just be like, "Okay, whatever. We don't, we don't really care what y'all have to say." Uh, but not a lot of people have been happy, so who knows what they'll do? I, I doubt they'll bring the price down. Nintendo has never really been the we're gonna bring our price down. People, the last notable time I can think of it was with the 3DS. Um, I forgot how much the original price was, but I know they brought it down by like fifty bucks. That's the only thing I can think of, but I don't know, guys. That's that's a, that's a doozy, but we'll see what happens. In the meantime, play Metroid Dread, buy Metroid Dread, tell your friends about Metroid Dread, and have a good time. Have a good day. Enjoy being a Nintendo fan, and I will talk to you guys another time. See ya.